Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to the ShepherdCast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our weekly sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. Now, if you like what you hear, and you're able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship experience at sotvchurch.com slash worship. In case you're curious what the readings are for this Sunday, or you would like to follow along in your Bible, we will be taking a look at the readings listed in our show notes for today's episode. Also, when we read our readings, those come out of the NRSV translation of the Bible. So, without further ado, here's this week's readings read by our lay reader, followed by the Gospel and Sermon by the Rev. Scott J. Anderson. Good morning. Good morning. Our first reading this morning comes from Habakkuk, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, and chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. The oracle that the prophet Habakkuk saw. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, and you will not listen? And you, or cry to you violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see wrongdoing and look at trouble? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law becomes slack and justice never prevails. The wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, judgment comes forth perverted. I will stand at my watch post and station myself on the rampart. I will keep watch to see that he will see what he will say to me and what he answers concerning my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come, it will not delay. Look at the proud, their spirit is not right in them, but the righteous live by their faith. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 37 and we shall read it responsibly. Do not be provoked by evildoers, do not be jealous of those who do wrong. For they shall soon wither like the grass, and like the green grass fade away. Put your trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and find safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, who shall give you your heart's desire. Commit your way to the Lord. Put your trust in the Lord and see what God will do. The Lord will make your vindication as clear as the light and the justice of your case like the noonday sun. 
Be still before the Lord and wait patiently. Do not be provoked by the one who prospers, the one who succeeds in evil schemes. Refrain from anger. Leave rage alone. Do not be provoked. It leads only to evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord shall possess the land. Our second reading, the epistle reading, has come from 2 Timothy, 2nd chapter, verses 8 through 15. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, for the sake of the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I am grateful to God, whom I worship with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did, when I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that first lived in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure lives in you. For this reason, I remind you to rekindle the gift of God that is within you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. Do not be ashamed, then, of the testimony about our Lord or of me as prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel, relying on the power of God, who saved us and called us with the holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, but is now being revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. For this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. And for this reason, I suffer as I do, but I am not ashamed. For I know the one in whom I have put my trust, and I'm sure that he is able to guard until that day what I have entrusted to him. Hold to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter, beginning at the 5th verse. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here at once and take your place at the table? Would you not rather say to him, prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink? Later you may eat and drink. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? 
So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you, we praise you, we give you thanks. We thank you, dear Lord, for the gift of life that you have given us. Help us in our daily lives as we face many questions, some of personal nature, some involving our communities. We ask, dear Lord, to help us always look to you and to seek you as our answer. Help us to live our lives in your grace. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon me that, we may pre- that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. In this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's an old vaudeville stick. And uh, it's a little bit along the lines, uh, I guess, was the inspiration for the questions only uh, thing. If you happen to see that on whose line is it anyway? Where the straight man asks a question and the comic replies with a question until finally at the end of the shtick, uh, the straight man will ask, why, why do you always answer my question with a question? And of course the comic replies, why not? Uh, Questions. We uh, think of questions in our daily lives all the time. Uh, And some are very simple, straightforward, like uh, what's for supper? Or, will it rain this afternoon? Or, uh, which Browns team will show up tomorrow night? Uh, I don't know, but uh, uh, there it is. There it is. Questions. Uh, It's interesting. I I love the prophet Habakkuk because uh, unlike other prophets who will speak oracles of God and of the Lord, uh, Habakkuk uh, engages in dialogue with uh, God. And he begins with questions. And again, as I say, I really relate to this uh, because there have been many times where I have asked God questions. And uh, so uh, Habakkuk um, will say to the Lord, God, you baffle me. Why? Why? does it seem that the wicked seem to get away with murder? And when we stop and think about it, uh, things here in the 21st century America is not that much different during the times when Habakkuk lived. Uh, uh, Why, dear Lord, do I see violence and pain all around me? And we think of all of the... uh, uh, events in our lives that we have seen, uh, all the shootings at schools uh, and around our country, Walmarts, uh, you know, movie theaters. Uh, it just uh, is amazing. And so it is this questioning that Habakkuk asks, why God does this all happen? This, I, I have my faith, but it just doesn't seem to match up with what I see around me. And so, um, first of all, 
I think that it's good when we engage in dialogue and prayer with God to ask questions. And it's not that Habakkuk uh, is denying God's existence or anything else. Otherwise, he would never ask the question in the first place. But it is trying to have this resolution, uh, trying to understand why does life just not seem to be fair? Why uh, does this, the wicked seems to be doing all this great stuff and the righteous suffer? So Habakkuk, uh, in his oracle, uh, helps us, I think, uh, in terms of how do we deal with these type of faith questions. And uh, first of all, it is waiting on the Lord with patience, that God's answer will come. But uh, for us, we are an impatient people, and we need to wait. And we need to wait on the answer. And then in the meantime of this time and period of waiting, Habakkuk also says something very significant. He says, uh, the righteous will live by their faith. And this was a verse uh, from the prophet that St. Paul uh, quoted in his letter to the Romans, which Martin Luther read. I sound like if a mouse ate a cookie, uh, but uh, I'm getting there. But Martin Luther uh, read, and he was going through his very difficult time uh, where Luther talks about feeling lost. And this verse became a compass for him. Uh, and it gave him an understanding uh, that uh, faith is something that needs to be lived, that faith is something that is a gift from God, is something that's precious, but also a gift that is called to be used. And so uh, we have this sense then of the righteous living by faith. And uh, I like that expression, live by faith, uh, because living faith uh, is a wonderful thing to remember because it helps and reminds me to ask two key questions because that phrase describes, you know, each word describes the other in that phrase. So when I hear living faith, the two questions that come to my mind are, first of all, is my faith alive? And second of all, do I live by faith? And so this is a, a nice uh, point uh, when we are asking questions of God and waiting for the answer uh, is to have that sense of living faith. This is what Jesus was getting at in that parable that he uh, taught in the gospel text, which really sounds harsh uh, to our ears. But uh, it is a form of answering a question that was given previously by the prophet Micah. Micah asked the question, uh, a living faith question, what does the Lord require of us? And Micah's answer is to do justice, to love kindness, to walk humbly with our God. Here is the point of Jesus' parable that we heard in the gospel text. It is to walk humbly with our God. 
It is to live one's faith in service to one another without any fanfare, without any hoopla or drawing attention to me, but rather it is to live one's faith in humbleness, in a sincere love. That's the point of the cross, you see. And Jesus also asking a question that's based on faith on the cross. That beginning of Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken? The one who knew no sin, the one who was truly righteous, here on the cross, asks a question to his father. The answer comes through his glorious resurrection. It is a reminder that God's grace wins, that ultimately every faith question that we have, although we might not know the exact details of it, is answered in a simple phrase, God's grace. It is dealing with these kind of questions in faith that we look to the cross and we stand in awe and in amazement of the grace that is given to us. And so that helps reshape and form the questions that we ask so that we may ask the question maybe even more popular properly, uh, and that is this. Um, rather than say, why do the wicked seem to get away with murder, we should ask, why do we, the wicked, receive such wonderful grace? In the midst of the questions that we may ask in our lives, May we trust and wait on the Lord. May we live faithfully, have a living faith in our lives, in the amazing and wonderful grace of God. And to this, all of God's children You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the ShepherdCast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. We are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program, where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. 
course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.